Right. Oh, mate. Let's get it done then, you days. Let's, Let's get it done. Right. So, hello, welcome to the latest exciting instalment of the Bad Wolf Podcast. I say that because I can't remember the episode numbers anymore. Yeah, they all just roll into one. So, if this is your first episode, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Martin, and I'm joined by Gerard. Gerard. Sorry. <laughs> and then Jeff. That's what it like you yeah, no, sorry, mate. How are you, my good man? I'm very well, mate. I'm happy to be here on this glorious sunny day with you. On a Sunday, I know the one day where when you when you, when you know it's gonna be the work day tomorrow. It's like, oh, it's lovely. It's like, yeah, rubbing in my face. Why don't you? Yeah, normally, what time do you do you start to realise I've got work? Normally, that hits me about four o'clock. Sunday. I mean Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. It's like two days, man. It's not. Well, enough. you got bank holiday coming up. <sighs> yeah, but that's. Great, because I don't really care about the bank holiday. It's that week before the bank holidays. Mm. I'm not even going to be in the country, so I don't care. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to Amsterdam. Woo! Going to go to Amsterdam for the week. Don't think I'm going to remember any of it at all. Good. So it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Make sure you check out some windmills. Everybody keeps saying that. Three, no, three or four people have said check out the windmills in, uh, in Amsterdam. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'm going to check out the windmills. And windmills is not a euphemism for the red light district. I'm also going to be checking that out too. Yeah. So recently we went to London Film and Comic Con, but very sadly you fell ill like pretty early on in the morning. Yeah, I wasn't feeling well, and then I ended up leaving like a good portion. You went a good portion, massively like, early, like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah, and then like as soon as I got home, you're telling me it turned out to it be. It picked like, up when we first got there. There was some organisation issues. We had press passes. Let's be clear about that. And we were told to pick them up from the central entrance. We went to the central entrance. The security guard said, "No, you've got to go to gate H." So we had to walk all the way around to the other side of the building. When we get there, we get told, what are you doing here? You're meant to be at the central entrance. So we had to go all the way back round to the central entrance. We get to the central entrance. They're like, yeah, this is the right place. Just queue here. And we're like, oh, I was getting slut. Yeah, slow, like slow, you were, slow, you were had a headache and you were telling me you weren't feeling well at this point. So I guess you were just irritated by that. Yeah. And I don't want to compare the two events because, you know, MCM and LFCC are completely different organisations. Yeah. But MCM, when you get a press pass, you get a list of people that you're guaranteed to get an interview with. With LFCC, you just sort of have to walk up to the table and hope. But overall, I had a really good day. I ended up meeting loads of people that I follow on Twitter. Like the Big Blue Box podcast guys. I've been listening to their podcast for about two years. And it was great to finally meet up with them. Let me tell you, mate, they're a couple of handsome fellas. Are they? Yeah, I mean, we've had comments on our iTunes. Stark, stark difference to us then, is it? Well, I was going to say, we've had comments on our iTunes thing that we're the best-looking British podcasters. We might have paid somebody like 50 quid. I was about to say, mate, because that I will call some serious... No, but let me tell you, these guys, they're after our title, mate. They're, oh, they're some like good-looking guys, and oh I don't say God. that about men freely. Oh my word! I, I'm, I'm quite upset that I, I ended up going home early. So and there was this one sweet moment where me and Gary from the Big Blue Box podcast, we were just standing there talking about being dads, and like the trials and tribulations, and yeah. what it means to be a dad, mm-hmm. and it, it was just like a really sweet conversation about that. And I'd love to meet up with those two guys socially sometime mm. just to meet for a proper drink because you know at cons you get to see someone for like five minutes and then you might not see them again also met up with kj from twitter 
Kenny Smith, who writes the Vortex magazine for Big Finish, spent a lot of time with him over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Really nice guy. Met up with Matt Fitton, who's a writer for Big Finish, who I admire his work. Whenever I see his name on a Big Finish title, I just know I'm going to enjoy it. And he knew who I was. He recognised me from Twitter. Oh, you, you that asshole, right? So, yeah, and he brought me a Pepsi. So we sat down... And we had a drink together and it was just nice. And yeah, had a good chat with him about his future work and what he's accomplishing and, you know, work that he's done before. He's agreed to come on the podcast at some point. Nice. So yeah, I can't wait to talk to him. That's good. That's good. It's good to have um, a varying range of people who want to want to talk to us. We, uh, you saw Matt, Matt Lucas. Yeah. And and he was happy for us to um, interview him at some yeah, point. Yeah, fingers crossed that's going to happen. He gave me his assistant's email. Emailed his assistant. It was passed on details to the publicist. So that's good. I'm, I'm fingers crossed. That would be great. Yeah, That'd I'm be not great promising we're going to have an interview. No, with no, no, no. Lucas, don't hold your breath. It's, just, it's a light. It's a light it's potentially. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, Saturday he went to the Sylvester McCoy panel. Mate, let me tell you, he's in his 80s. He's more active than we are. Most people are more active than... My mum went out went out partying yesterday and there's me stuck in the house going, I'm just going to watch anime. And I'm like, oh my God, I used to be social when I was younger, but well, now I've just Sylvester to McCoy took to the stage and you know they have a moderator of the panel that asks questions. He told that guy to sit down and have a rest. And McCoy was walking... I got like loads of close-up pictures where he came down my row. Yeah. And he was just walking up and down, bringing the mic to people, getting them to ask the question... Walking down, and the funniest thing he said is somebody asked him what his favourite part of working on The Hobbit was, and he said, counting the money they paid me. <laughs> that, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the money. So yeah, like he's in his 80s, and he's more spry than most people I know in their 40s. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> but apparently he did have a hip-hop operation recently. So that's why... A hip-hop. Hip-hop operation. Had a hip-hop come out, released that yeah, he's year. Dropping his, he's dropping I'm the new beats. doctor. To get Dr. Dre, I'm the new doctor. Oh, listen. <laughs> Remember, Christopher Lee did those two heavy metal albums. Yeah, that's, that is true. Imagine if McCoy, he calls himself the real McCoy and drops a rap album. Oh, my God. I'd listen. Yeah, I'm the real McCoy. We Playing the spoons. McCoy. He didn't play the spoons, which I was disappointed about, because that's what he's famous for. But, yeah, and then Saturday was, it was really hectic. Like, it was busy. It completely sold out. The whole event had sold out. Like uh, when I was leaving, there were still loads of people coming. Yeah, yeah. Loads of people It got busier in. than when you were there, to yeah. the point you couldn't just freely walk around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy we got in when we did, yeah. even though I didn't get to stay as long as I would like to, because we could f- freely walk around. Yeah. My only annoyance at the place was there was not enough signage to let you know where to go. It's kind of, yeah, the maps, the maps were a bit... Awkward to read because they didn't have the permanent fixtures. Yeah. Like inside the venue Olympia, you've got stuff like Pizza Express, you've got permanent coffee features, but none of them were on the map for LFCC and none of the maps had a little you are here. Mm. So if you didn't know where you were, the map was kind of useless and there were none of the permanent fixtures. So Mm. you couldn't even look at a map and be like, oh right, yeah, there's Pizza Express over there. So on the map, I must be here and I need to get to there. Exactly. But by Sunday, I had that place down and I knew where to go for everything. That's good. That's good Sunday. What was I doing on Sunday? Where Sunday, you were still ill, I guess. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. 
Because you didn't come, but Sunday was fine. I saw Fat Man and Batman record live. Yeah, yeah, you saw uh, Kevin so, Smith. Yeah, I saw Kevin Smith. I got a really blurry, cheeky selfie with him as he walked past me. The one person I wanted to interview all weekend was Kevin Smith, but his line was just constantly busy. Because one, he doesn't do many cons. Two, he doesn't come to the UK that often. Yeah, that is true. The fact he done the Fat Man on Batman... And he did Smodcast on the Saturday, but well. I couldn't get a ticket for that. But on Sunday, Fat Man and Batman wasn't that busy. And the, the woman checking tickets just said, yeah, go on. And <laughs> go, go on in. Give us a tap on the bottom. Yeah. Go on, go on in, mate. So it was, it was great fun to see that because I've listened to Fat Man and Batman since episode one. Yeah. And yeah, it's just great. And I'm going to listen to the, the London one when it comes on. But the most surprising thing about the Saturday is someone tried to kill Dan Fogler. From Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. You know Jacob Kowalski, the baker? But you, yeah, yeah, you told me, but you need to explain yeah. how it went down. Dan Fogler writes a comic book for Heavy Metal magazine. Yeah. And he made, uh, I think he's in London doing a play or something, or they might be filming Fantastic Beasts too, I'm not sure. But he wasn't due to attend, and he just decided on the Saturday to come and sign copies of his comic. And he was doing free stuff. Obviously, as soon as Harry Potter fans heard, a free sign in his line got very busy very quickly. Mm. So, yeah, people just got talking in the line and they got talking to one guy who said that he believed Dan Fogler was Jacob Kowalski, but he wasn't Jacob Kowalski. He was the evil wizard Grimwald disguised as Jacob Kowalski and he was there to strangle him to death. And, yeah, somebody alerted a member of staff and the member of staff came over and spoke to the guy. Yeah, he talked him out of it. He was like, well, that can't be Jacob Kowalski or Grimwald because that was in the 1920s and it's now 2017. And the guy was like, oh, well, you know, he could be Jacob Kowalski's grandson, I guess. Okay. Or he could have used a time turner. And the guy was like, no, time turners work backwards. Yeah, he believed that this, this Grimwald had used polyjuice, which is a potion that makes you look like anyone. Yeah to look like Jacob Kowalski, and he was there to kill him. And he was all serious, he wasn't joking. He was there to, and that to man's, kill Dan Fogel. That man's life. I mean, the fact that the person who spoke to him, like, like luckily knew his stuff about, uh, about, Harry, Potter. How about Harry Potter and, and that particular... I film. wouldn't have. Yeah, he, yeah I, would, I would have had to tackle him. Just one uppercut, that's it, simple as that. But the funniest thing about the whole situation is when the guy had been talked out, to, out of it, he went, okay, I'm going to go see Benedict Cumberbatch. And that kid was no problem. Yeah. And then he was escorted out by some very nice security guys. Most probably arrested. Probably. And I hope he's getting the help he, he really needs. I hope so too. Because it is amazing that this kind of stuff doesn't happen that often at a convention. Yeah. For all the swords and knives and guns and everything you can get at a convention, it's amazing that this kind of incident is very, very rare. Very rare indeed. No, I'm glad. I'm glad it was dealt with in a... Mm. Very good manner. Very, 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 very good manner. And that uh, um, nobody got hurt. Yeah. Because, yeah, this happened, like, well after I'd left. So I was yeah, like, yeah. jeez. Sunday I went back. Yeah, a lot more relaxed on Sunday. They also had an author's bit upstairs, which mm. was a completely separate convention, but we could go up there. And I was just sitting by the organised office, and that's where I would go to charge my phone because there was a plug. Yeah. So, yeah, I was doing that. And me, KJ and Kenny, we would sit there and just chill out for a bit. But yeah, Sunday, a lot more relaxed. Still, Kevin Smith's line was just out in the building. Just there was no way I was getting any anywhere near him. That's the day I saw Fat Man and Batman live and I got the cheeky selfie with him, but it's blurry. But at least I've got a picture with Kevin Smith. Exactly. You know, I've liked his things since I first saw Clerks. 
What else happened Sunday saw Christopher Judge, who was Tilk in oh. Stargate SG1. Is he still like massive or is he like... He's pretty big, but he's got like this weird hair style now. Has he? Yeah. Oh, God. So uh, my friend KJ got her picture taken with Richard Dean Anderson... So ah, that's fan. who I forgot yeah. was there. I'm so upset because I big fan of him. I didn't it's get because, to see it's him. because of Helen. It's because of Helen. I I got into. I love the film when yeah. the film came out. Of course, yeah, yeah. different actors. It's Kurt Russell and um, James Bond. Thank you. Um, and then Richard Dean Anderson. And of course, if you don't know about Richard Dean Anderson, you'd never watch MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. <laughs> so I and I, I I I didn't really watch the series, but my ex girlfriend she she was a big fan of the TV show. So I got into it because of her. And I, I was a, always a big fan of Richard Dean Anderson because he always just changed his lines always in every, near enough every episode. He was just ad-lib. And um, I like Christopher Judge because he was just funny. But um, Yeah, he said there were episodes. If he was hardly in an episode, it's because they couldn't find a take where he wasn't laughing and his character was always meant to be serious. Yeah. And he was talking about how he was the practical joker on set. He, he once duct taped one of his co-stars to a chair and it took an hour and a half to get her out. Oh, my God. And he would put cling film over their toilet seats. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like, I saw outtakes of... Is it Christopher Shanks? Michael Shanks. Michael Shanks. Michael Shanks. I couldn't remember his first name, but I'm surprised I remember his surname. Yeah, we all know yeah. how bad I was named. When he left... And then came back, you see outtakes of him just, just literally his big ass self, like, like, Robbie tackling him to the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my God. It's like, it's just like stark contrast to what he's like, his character's like. Yeah, yeah. Him, so. And he went on to speak about how he ended up writing episodes of SG1. And it's just basically because there were two writers that used to write for Till. Yeah. And then one of them left. And they were like, look, if you want more dialogue, you're going to have to write the episode yourself because he's a really difficult character to write for. Yeah. So yeah, he ended up writing a couple of episodes of SG One, and then yeah. later on, I think he directed a couple. Yeah, he did. really interesting talk, really funny guy, and yeah, I'd love to bring SG One back. I think they're doing another series. Yeah, but it's not going to be them. It's going to yeah, be something yeah. completely different. I but think, it's a, such a vast universe. It's huge. It's massive. It's yeah, massive, yeah. massive, massive, massive. For how they explained it, it's huge. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't utilize it when they had the chance. But, but yeah, Sun- Star Trek Sunday was a lot more chilled. That's the day I met Matt Lucas and I spoke to a really nice guy, shook my hand and he was like, yeah, let's do this. I'm glad to hear so, that. So, fingers crossed, I'm not announcing the interview with Matt Lucas, but we might. But if Matt Lucas happens to listen to this, please, we love you, we want you on the show, we want to be able to sit you down and have yeah, a Yeah, I've a, have been a fan of Matt since Shooting Stars. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and then Rock doors, Profiles doors. and Little Britain, obviously, and then yeah. you know, later on Doctor I Day. want that one. <laughs> I want that one but it's caused a lot of kerfuffle I'm a lady oh. but yeah no it was good I have a Picardian cup please my family oh. I'm the only gay in the village see it, it would be great if he was to come on it would be gay okay sorry it would be great for him to come on I don't know I didn't stay any longer you know my stomach was doing a dance so I, I, I you know I needed a dance partner I do and, um, you felt like Peter Capaldi holding in a regeneration. Yeah, that's basically. You didn't want to go either. Oh uh, no! <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I won't go. I won't change. I won't. Oh, no, I need to go. Yeah. So. 
glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad that you have fun. You know, yeah. I wish I had... Lo- saw loads of people. Um, Tom Dix, that young YouTuber that, you know, we've he does great videos. He did a great one about uh, coming out the TARDIS. And he's got interviews with Crystal D and Edward Russell, who both are involved with Doctor Who. Yeah. Excellent video. I saw him, but I was like midway through chewing a sandwich. You have the worst time. So I couldn't be like, crawl and chase him down. So I just let him go. Um, saw Chris Thompson, the guy who does that Patrick Troughton impression. Oh, did you? Yeah, saw him briefly. Dominic, who does uh, Whovian Chaser, he does like a cosplay channel. He was dressed up as Richard Iodi from The Crystal Maze. Oh, nice. Fucking excellent cosplayer. Mate, yeah. looked just like him. Yeah, ran into so many people, big blue box podcast guys, as I was saying. And it was just a great event, great to socialise. I don't really go to these things with autographs and pictures and stuff, mainly because I'm broke. Only because I'm broke. But secondly, I just like to socialise. I like to go to the pub after Mm. the event Mm. and just hang about. That's what I was thinking, next convention, I might just go to the pub afterwards and be like, so what was it like? The next convention is the MCM. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, it'll be cool, because that's what we keep saying, we keep saying, oh, no, 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 but because we get there so early, yeah, by the yeah. time it gets to pub time, I don't care, I don't, I, I don't, you wanna go home. I want to go home, and usually when we go in the week, that's what I'm thinking, next, time, next MCM, let's do a hotel, alright, alright, we're going to have to do that, because if I'm driving, there's going to be no way I'm going to be able to drive, because yeah. I don't just have one, we all know that, and on that note, I'll tell you this about wraps it off, Woo-hoo! now you more, can leave my house, for more information about Showmasters events, I will put a link to their website, in this description. Yes, and hopefully, what well, basically, me and mine are gonna. Martin is now working. Yes. Yes. So me and mine are gonna start planning other events that we can go to because I do enjoy going to the events. It's just us two having the same um, the same time apart because mine's a, mine's a parent who's always with his children is now working and I'm really lazy and I don't have nothing yeah. to do. So it's mainly Martin, but. We are going to try to get to more events because, you know, I want to do more events. I, I've got a car. We can just jump in a car and go to wherever we need to go to. Um, so we're going to start planning that. I want to see more people, more events, more cosplayers, more different people, yeah. get to know different people, get as much, you know. And we've got a new video coming up on our YouTube channel, which is going to be the unboxing that you just did of the recent Nerdblock. Oh, yes. And that too. Thank you to Nerdblock for that. We will link you and everything that we love about you in the description below of that video. And thank you for watching. Um, if thank you, ha- you for listening. Oh, yeah, that's it. So thank you for watching and listening. And if you have not listen to any of our back catalogue please do so we have some funny ones like Hulk Breasts because I still think that's one. <laughs> I think that one is one of the funniest ones that's episode 10 oh my god I'm, I'm surprised yeah. you remember yeah wow episode 10 that is that is a good one alright <laughs> the only good one <laughs> uh, and I'll speak to you later bye bye love you bye, bye.